Hello, my dears. Hello, my darlings. It's Mama J, and I am here for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. Come on in, put your feet up, sit down, get you something to drink, get you something to nibble on, grab you somebody sexy, baby. This is Season 2, Episode 8, The Dick Size Podcast. We've got some Twitter poll results, we've got some tasty dick tidbits, and yes, we will talk about dick size today. But first, you know me, and I have to tell you some personal things. I have to get that all out of the way before we discuss business. Ah, business is just going to be delicious today, right? Okay, so I have a friend, and no, that's not the news that I have a friend, but I have a friend who has decided to take a birthday trip, and he has been so good as to invite his friends to go with him to Nashville. And not only are we going to Nashville, we are going to see some of his friends who also live in Nashville. So there will be not one, not two, but three, you heard me, three friend groups together for a weekend. This is going to be so fun. We are going to hit bars. We are going to drink. We are going to drink. Did I mention we are going to drink? (laughs) Um, Yes, we're going to, we're going to do that. We're going to drink a little bit and, uh, then we'll probably head back to somebody's house and break out the guitars and we're going to sing and I shit you not. This is what we do. These people that we're getting together with are, are just fun and conversation flows, music flows, fun is had. We will most likely play board games and card games and It's just going to be a really great weekend. It is just one of those friend weekends. I am so looking forward to it, and I'm going to share that with you. I will definitely keep you guys posted on the trip. Another little thing that happened to me, uh, you know I told you about getting my Slut Radio business cards. Well, I have been dropping those off at local businesses and putting them, you know, by by the cash register. So if you check out, you see this business card sitting there. You can pick it up and get a roofer or listen to Slut Radio. Um, so I've been doing that and I uh, I needed to get onto Twitter today and check the results of one of my polls before I started, you know, getting all my information gathered. So I opened up my uh, phone and my Snapchat app and my Twitter app are right next to each other on my phone. Well, the Snapchat app had one of those little bubbles with a number in it indicating that I had a message, just one. And I thought, okay, it's got to be the Snapchat team telling me happy Thursday or something. Nobody Snapchats me. Nobody. I open up the Snap, and it is a picture of my business card on some dude's leg with a very sexy tattooed hand next to it. And I thought, oh my God, 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 this is amazing. Somebody actually is snapping me. So this guy, whoever you are, baby, thank you. You put a smile on my face that was so big and so wonderful. 
And you did. You you turned my frown upside down today. I was in a bitchy mood until I got that Snapchat. But I do want to thank you. And I do want to say you took my Snapchat slut radio cherry. So good for you. Hopefully you know who you are. And hopefully you're not a stalker. So right after I started my podcast, I got this email from this dude. It was about my podcast and me and his vision. And I'll tell you about his vision here in a minute. Um, He also included his and his wife's podcast. And, you know, I, I, I was very confused because, like I said, I was I was only two podcasts in. I didn't know what I was doing. I I wasn't sure of some of the things that he was talking about. And I was just very new and very untried, I guess. I, I, I don't even know. I'm still very new. But this guy had a vision. And like I said, he shared it with me. I didn't understand it at the time. But, like I said, he gave me the name of the podcast that he and his wife do together. It is called Crazy Truth. Crazy with a K, not a C. And so I went and I listened to it. And it was really good. And I listened to another episode. And before you know it, I had listened to three episodes of this Crazy Truth podcast. And I I was laughing and I was nodding my head and I'm like, well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh, good for you or, you know, whatever. And I realized at that point that that was the similarity. They were talking on their podcast very openly, very honestly about sex. Aha! Uh-huh. Yes, my little nightlight bulb over my head went off. And I realized, okay, this is it. This is the commonality. This is the common thread. Now, there were some other people involved in this vision of his. And I have since listened to some of these other podcasts. The vision that he had has turned into, and it's actually real life now. It is a real life thing. It is called FullSwapRadio.com. All one word. Full, F-U-L-L, Swap, S-W-A-P, Radio, R-A-D-I-O. All one word, FullSwapRadio.com. And what you're going to find when you get there are podcasts. All of them sexual in nature, all of them very open-minded, all of them very honest, all of them very inclusive. And I, the ones that I have listened to that are under this fullswapradio.com umbrella have impressed me. The, The ones that I've listened to have impressed me. They're very good. The Crazy Truth, like I said, very good. I have listened to one called Bedroom Bliss, and I can't, I wish I could remember the name of the hosts, uh, but I can't. Uh, That's on me. I'm so sorry, but it's a very good one. And the same with Swinging Flamingos. 
I love that name. Uh, these are three very good podcasts. I haven't had time to listen to any more. I fully plan on it, though. Um, I, I, I can't wait, and I'm honored to be a part of this. So if you go to fullswapradio.com, you can find my podcast there. You can find Crazy Truth. You can find Bedroom Bliss. You can find Swinging Flamingos. There are a lot more that you can find. And like I said, these are sexual in nature. They are very inclusive and open, and I love that about them. And uh, I can't wait to to listen to more. I really can't. Uh, so, Cole, I have to hand it to you. Great job on making Full Swap Radio a reality, dude. This is this is amazing. It's it's awesome to be a part of. I thank you for getting in touch with me when you did, and uh, thank God I listened. <laughs> so I cannot wait. Uh, I, I just can't wait to continue this relationship with Full Swap Radio. It it it's very exciting. Um. I have to let you guys know that my Boys of Barstool calendar is not here yet. Sadness. But I have been informed by Barstool that it's on its way to me. So hopefully I'll get to use the uh, January calendar for a couple of days anyway. It should it should have been here today, so I'm hoping I will see it tomorrow, which is Friday. One thing that I have to say, now that we're talking about Barstool Sports, it's time for my Dave shout-out. And you may or may not be aware that Dave Portnoy is trending somewhere besides my heart. Um, he is actually currently, well, he was earlier today anyway, he was trending... And it was pretty much worldwide. And why he was trending has to do with this whole soap opera that is going on with the United States stock market and this Robin Hood app. Um, basically, he called out the people in charge of Robin Hood and, and basically just told them, hey, fuck you, you need to stop being assholes. What had happened, and I'm going to try and put this in a nutshell as, as quickly as possible. Robin Hood is an app that you can buy stock on, okay? And it doesn't have to be full shares. It can be, you know, a dollar amount or whatever. So you can buy partial shares of stock. All right. There were several stocks that somebody... On Reddit, in the Reddit community, said, okay, let's concentrate on buying these stocks. And they did. And they got so many people on board. It was amazing. The, the, the response drove the stock market in directions that typically only the very wealthy have been able to do. Typically, only very wealthy people are able to buy enough stock to manipulate the, the market into doing certain things. So, what happened was Reddit, somebody on Reddit said, okay, buy AMC stock. And enough people did this. And not only with a AMC, uh, they did it with BlackBerry. 
They did it with GameStop. It seems like there were several others that I'm not remembering. But what had happened was overnight, last night, Robinhood, the app where you're supposed to be able to buy stock, decided they were no longer going to sell these certain stocks. And yes, it was the certain stocks that were recommended on Reddit for people to buy. So if you wanted to buy AMC or BlackBerry or GameStop and you were trying to buy it on Robinhood, you would get a little message like I did when I woke up this morning saying that your purchase of AMC stock was suspended, I think is what how they phrased it, because Robinhood was no longer selling this stock. So somewhere overnight, the people that run the Robinhood app decided to stop selling stocks of certain kinds, of certain companies. Well, Dave Portnoy said, fuck you. You, you can't do that. You just, you can't. And, and anyway, so that's what he said. He, he basically called out the uh, Robin Hood people and, and basically, like I said, said, fuck you, you can't do this because Dave is, he's a big supporter of, you know, normal people who want to spend like me, like $10 in the stock market. Uh, Dave sees the value in me doing that and you doing that and your next door neighbor doing that. And, you know, this is, this is a good thing. This is anyway, this is why Dave is trending because he called out these people who are in charge of the Robin Hood app and basically said, fuck you. You can't do this. If the people want to manipulate the stock market, that is no different than what, you know, these rich motherfuckers are trying to do on a daily basis. You just don't like the fact that the common people are doing it. So big shout out to Dave on this. And if I have it wrong, somebody let me know. (laughs) But yeah, Dave is, you know, he's not just trending with me now. He's trending with the world. Yay. Dave and it's because he's a good guy and he is swinging dick as the kids say so go Dave anyway speaking of swinging dick let's talk about dick size let's do it we all talk about dick size now I don't I don't care who you are I don't care what your sexual preference is I don't care how you identify sexually it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter because at some point, every single one of us has said something about dick size. It could even be, you know, that, oh God, that guy is so overcompensating. Look at the tires on that truck. And I do apologize if you are listening to this podcast and you're not in the United States, you're getting United States information. All my, all my listeners right now are in the United States, so I didn't even think of it until just now, but that's where all my research was today was in the United States. So there we go. Now, in the United States, the average erect penis comes in 
at about six inches in length and about five to five and a half inches around. Okay, now that information is going to come in to a couple, yeah, two of my Twitter polls out of three. So the first Twitter poll, now keep that average erect penis length and girth in mind. Okay. Twitter poll number one. This was for receivers of the D. As a receiver, I prefer an erect penis to be. There were four choices for this. The one that won. Okay. As a receiver, I prefer an erect penis to be only above average, please. That means that most of us prefer a longer, fatter cock. Now, my personal preference, I've been asked a lot about when I do these, uh, these podcasts, I have been asked to state my personal preferences on things and give more detail on my, like I said, my preferences and I guess all those little stories. I guess people like hearing those. If you don't, let me know. But my personal preference on dick size, now when I was younger, it was definitely above average because I think I have mentioned that my very first experience with a dick, the, the, the guy who took my virginity, he was well endowed. He was very well endowed. Um, he, and I, I did say that he spoiled me for a lot of other dicks and he did. And then let's see, I got to college and I met what I called, I, I, and you, you guys have heard me refer to this guy as my sexual soulmate. His dick was perfect for me. It was absolutely perfect. If I could clone a willy, it would be his because it was the perfect length. It was the perfect girth. He kept the undercarriage shaved just for me because this was in a time you didn't do manscaping. This manscaping was not a thing, but he did that for me because I liked it. Um, but, you know, I guess that's neither here nor there. But it, it was, it was, it was a perfect dick for me and it was above average as well. I, I can't remember how big around it was, but it was definitely longer than average. And I know the girth, his, the girth just fit me. His cock fit me like a goddamn glove. It really did. So, but my personal preference now is I want it to be at least average, but in all honesty, size is really, really, really unimportant. And I, I think I mentioned that in the Friends with Benefits podcast that I did. I said something about as long as you know how to use the equipment, you and I are going to get along just fine. It doesn't matter. But size really doesn't matter. I, I can promise you that. That leads us into Twitter poll number two. For people with a penis, how do you feel about your penis's size? My male friends, I, I think I mentioned we went out drinking last night. It was Wednesday night, so we went to our local watering hole. 
had a little bit to drink. And in the course of the evening, I asked them about my Twitter poll, number two, because these are all, all dudes. All of them have a penis. I asked them how they felt about their penis's size. And I gave them the options that I gave on my Twitter poll. I was told that my entire Twitter poll, number two, should be thrown out. And the reason why is one of the answers I had for a guy, how do you feel about your penis's size? I had the answer, no complaints. And I was told, and this is a quote, every dude wants to improve his dick regardless of what they say. So it turns out that my entire poll really does need to be thrown out because the no complaints option is what won. So the one that should have won, once I polled my friends who were at the bar last night and added it in and did the math and did the percentage, the correct answer for Twitter poll number two is when asked, how do you feel about your penis's size? Most men actually wish that it were longer and fatter. So there's that. And I I have to say, I I thought about that last night while I was drunk. And I thought about it again today when I was not drunk. And I, I realized that my male friends are probably right. And I based that on one thing. And it's when I was growing up, I was into rock and roll. Okay. And I had all these posters on my walls of all these rockers. It was the seventies and eighties. Every single one of these guys in, in these posters had a huge dick. And the reason you could tell that is because they wore these pants that were painted on. It was the seventies and eighties. It's just what we did back then. And you could see every little bit outlined in the guy's pants. And it turns out that most of these guys on the advice of somebody, usually a manager or something uh, to that effect, stuffed a rolled up sock down their pants to make it look like they had a bigger dick. Now, these were rock gods. Absolute rock gods. They could ask anybody in the literal world, hey, baby, can I fuck you? Who is going to turn them down? Nobody. Nobody is going to turn these rock gods down. And yet, they're out there performing on stage with socks down the front of their pants because they want it to look like they had monster cocks. So, that is why I believe my friends when they say every dude wants to improve his dick, regardless of what they say. Because if these rock stars did it, and for all I know, they're still doing it. I don't think they are. Um, But yeah, I mean, this was a thing. Back in the 70s and 80s, you wanted to look like you had a big package. So you wore tight pants and accentuated the package and if the package wasn't big enough you put something down your pants that made it look like a dick that made it look like a big dick so yeah there you go that's what I'm basing this on now 
for those of us who are sitting around wondering, is there a good way to tell if somebody is packing a really big dick without just going up, without just grabbing their crotch? I mean, you've heard about if he's got big feet, he's got a big dick. If he's got big hands, he's got a big dick. If he's tall, he's got a big dick. If he's got a big nose, he's got a big dick. If he's got long fingers or big hands, he's got a big dick. None of these things are going to tell you about somebody's dick. These are all urban myths, urban legends. Now, there are uh, some new things, new urban legends, if you will, that you can try. If you want to know somebody's dick size, have them make an L with their their forefinger and their thumb. I'm doing this like you can see me. So make an L and from the tip of the forefinger down to the webbing in between the thumb and the forefinger. That is supposedly the length of that person's penis. Okay. So if I had a penis, it would be a nice size. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't think that one is going to tell you anything either. And I, I don't know. I'm not going to ask my male friends to sit there and make an L. They're going to know exactly what I'm doing, but maybe you guys will have better luck. Uh, I don't know. This one woman that I read about swears that if you've got a dick, and you've got long fingers and a long thigh bone, then you've got a long dick. Now, I don't know how, I don't know what she's basing this on. I have no idea. There is no scientific evidence to back any of this up. The only way you're really going to find out if somebody's packing, you know, packing a porker is... You're just going to have to find out the old-fashioned way, and yeah, there you go. So try not to get arrested doing that. Now, Twitter poll number three. I just tossed this one out there because I was curious, um, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I, uh, I have a preference. When it comes to a penis, I prefer the look and the feel of a circumcised penis. I'm not sure why. I it, it could be because I haven't met too many of them up close and personal that still have the foreskin. So anyway, this question is to the penis wielders out there, which applies to your penis. Are you circumcised or uncircumcised? Now, it it looks like the Twitter poll, and again, I don't know why my friends don't get on Twitter and take my Twitter polls. I have to ask them. And so I have to do this math in my head. And it looks like if I'm doing the math right, based on what the Twitter poll had and then what I'm altering it as with the information that I got last night, it looks like about 88% of males have no foreskin. They are circumcised. And about 12% of guys out there still have a foreskin. 
Now, like I said, I prefer the look and the feel of a circumcised dick. I just do. And I don't really know what I'm basing that on because I have never met one up close and personal that had a foreskin. And this is, it's kind of a sad story. Um, not sad boohoo, just sad and oh my God. Um, supposedly, I have met one with a foreskin. I just don't remember it because I was so drunk. And this has been in the last number of years, the last few years. I supposedly met this one and yeah, we got up close and personal. I, uh, I remember giving the blowjob. I do not remember a foreskin. Now, I don't know if that is something that you can misplace in your mind. Even as drunk as I was, and I was pretty drunk. I, like I said, I remember giving the blowjob. I don't remember a foreskin. But, yeah. Okay, anyway. So, uh, I did find out too, though, that uh, if you have been circumcised, which I still think is a beautiful, beautiful penis. Penises are just, some people don't like the way they look. I've said this before. I am a fan of the human body. I just am. It doesn't matter to me if I'm looking at boobs or a dick or a butt or a pussy or a foot or a nose. I think the human body itself is pretty damn remarkable. And I do find it beautiful. But there are parts of it that I just adore. And the penis is one of them. And I just really, really like the feel and the look of a circumcised penis. And if you have a foreskin and you would like to change my mind, bring it. Let's see what you got. But if you are circumcised and you want to have a foreskin, you can achieve this goal. I don't know how. There's some do-it-yourself way that you can make your foreskin come back. I don't know how. I did not delve into this. You can also have surgery, which that's not surprising. You can have surgery for almost anything these days. Like I said, I didn't delve into them, so I don't have information on that. But if you have been circumcised and you do wish you had a foreskin, it is not too late. You can achieve this goal. Definitely look it up. That's all the information I have for you. Um, There is an interesting fact that now people are circumcising their baby boys about 10% less than they were 40 years ago. Uh, Guys, daddies are becoming more vocal about not circumcising their male offspring. So used to be people did it because they thought that it was cleaner. They thought that there was less chance of urinary tract infections if you had a circumcised penis. These things have been debunked. Nowadays, it's just a choice. 
as to whether or not you want to leave a foreskin on your child. And a lot of people are opting to let the child grow up and make that decision himself. I like that, that way of thinking. Another little tidbit that I've wondered about. I, I don't have a dick. I had one child who was a girl. I have not been around boys when they grow up and learn how to pee and, you know, all this stuff. I, and and my ex-husband, I didn't go in the bathroom when he was using it. We just didn't do that. So I have penis questions and I'm very curious and my friends laugh at me, but I do. I ask these questions. Now, one of these things that I asked them last night, because I've wondered about this for years, do guys take a peek while in the locker room or the bathroom? Do they peek at other guys' dicks? And I found out they really don't. Yep, yep, yep. I I was told it's kind of a... Uh, because these situations, the penis itself is not supposed to be hard. It's mm. nice and flaccid, jiggly, not perky, you know, all this stuff. It's just an average flaccid penis. And guys know not to judge because you don't know what they turn into when they're erect. So you could have some guy with a really little dick in the locker room be a big stud muffin in the bedroom but you wouldn't know it to look at him when it's a flaccid dick so it's just kind of a common courtesy you just don't judge a book by its cover so I was curious and I got that curiosity appeased so thank you to the gentleman who answered that question for me you know that saying the grass is always greener right well Everybody thinks that big dicks have it made. That's not always the case. There is such a thing as a dick that is too big. And I know people don't want to hear that. And I know people don't want to admit that. But can we all just really get a clue? (laughs) Not every pussy, not every asshole is designed to take something long and girthy some people can handle it no problem but there really is such a thing as too big for me I I can tell you that I I I have a friend who asked me one time he asked me because I am a large lady I am a BBW I am fluffy I am Rubenesque I am fat people but I was asked And it was a little more subtle than I'm about to present it. But I was basically asked if fat girls, big girls, if we have big pussies. Yep. And I said, no. Didn't that whole thing get covered in mean girls when they talked about the tampons? Well, yeah, it did. But apparently my friend didn't remember this. So no, just because you're a big girl does not mean you have big gaping pussy and just like small girls can have a big gaping pussy and it it doesn't have to be tight just because you're a small person I have a very tight pussy and I'm a big girl 
So, and, and that's not just me, you know, saying that I have a tight pussy. It, it is. I can't take a, a great big dick. I've taken a big one. I've taken a big one. But if they are too girthy, I have to have lube. I have to go slow. I have to... It just depends. I, I may have to stop. I may have to say, you know, I can't do this. Can I try and give you a blowjob? So, you know, for me, there is such a thing as too big. I don't know about other girls or other guys out there. I, I don't know. And I would love to hear from you. It, is there such a thing as too big for dick size for you? Personal preference. People just assume that if somebody is packing a huge dick, that they know what to do with it. And baby, that's not always the case. That is not always the case. It, it, it really isn't. If you have a big cock and you don't know what you're doing with it, you can seriously hurt yourself or your partner. You can definitely hurt your partner. So be on the lookout for body language. If you've got a big dick and you're with somebody and they're, they're putting their, their, and they put their hand on your hip, that means stop your thrusting right now because this dick is big. Go slow. <laughs> yes, that's what that little uh, hip grab motion is all about. So if you've got a big dick, please don't be a dick and don't get cocky. You got to love my really bad puns, right? Don't get cocky. Don't be a dick. Make sure you're doing good sex things. Okay? If you don't know what you're doing, if you're not getting a lot of repeat business, the best thing I can tell you to do is to get you a friend with benefits and practice. Yeah, if you've got a big dick, make sure you know what you're doing with it. So, what about, now we've talked about big dicks, but let's get realistic. What about the part of the population that has an average size or below average size dick? The one thing I can tell you out there is to be confident. Self-confidence is sexy as fuck. And I am here to tell you, your self-confidence is not tied directly to your cock. I promise. Your self-confidence has a lot to do with everything else about you, baby, and not just your cock. Work with your partner. Um, find a position that, you know, if your cock is average or below average, find a position that enables you to penetrate your partner deeper. Doggy style is good. Uh, the fuck me sideways, that's always a good one. There are, there are a lot of good ones and you're just going to have to work, like I said, work with your partner to find out what he or she likes the best. There, like I said, there are ways to, to enable deeper penetration. What about anal sex? And this is something that I find very enjoyable with a partner who does not have a big fat cock. Um, 
that I, I do enjoy anal sex and it is the most enjoyable for me when a person has an average or below average sized cock. And again, maybe that's because even though I'm a big girl, my uh, openings, I guess, are smaller than they should be. I, I don't know. But yes, anal sex, look at that as an option. It, it is entirely possible. And that's if you're not already doing this. So, and if you are, hey, you know, more power to you. Again, find a position that satisfies you and your partner. Another thing you can do if you are average or below average in the size department, step up your foreplay game. Step it up. Be handsy. Uh, get oral. And I don't mean just on the dick or just on the vagina. I mean, eat that ass. I mean, suck those fingertips. Give some hickeys. Oh my God, nibble that neck. So yeah, there are things you can do. Step up that foreplay game. Uh, definitely, definitely do that. The lovemaking technique. There are ways that you can thrust. There are Things that you can buy, sex furniture, you know, we've all heard of the sex swing. They make uh, pillows or wedges that you can put under your partner's body or your body, depending on how you want people to be positioned. And you can uh, manipulate how a dick is going to feel based on the positioning of your body on the sex on the sex furniture if that makes sense so you can also improve your lovemaking technique by adding things that we've talked about previously role play fantasy those are really really good ones you you can you can definitely find ways to get really sexy with an average or below average size penis with role play and with fantasy you i'm i am i'm living proof you can do this there are sex toys that you can bring into the bedroom you can use these on yourself like a cock ring a vibrating cock ring <laughs> that's always fun i've had that used on me uh yes one of my one of my friends with benefits I actually have had several guys use a cock ring with different results. I, I have to say that this this one guy didn't know what he was doing. I even gave this guy a second chance. I don't do that very often. Not sexually, anyway. I, I, I just don't go there. If If you have displeased me or dissatisfied me, the first time, you're usually not going to get a second chance with me. This guy begged and pleaded. He wanted a second chance. And I gave him one. He, he used a, uh, a vibrating cock ring. And that was, that was okay. That wasn't the problem. The dude was the problem. He, uh, and it wasn't the size of his package. He was average sized. Um, it, it was just, he did not know what he was doing and he thought he did. 
He thought he was God's gift. I just could not wait to get away from him. I really couldn't. But yeah, sex toys. Uh, cock ring. Vibrating cock ring. It's, uh, and then I had another partner use, use one on me. And it was phenomenal. Again, an average sized cock. And this guy, ooh, mm, yes, yes. So there's also a sex toy that is like, I, I, I'm not sure how to describe it. it. It looks kind of like a dildo, but it fits on over a penis. So if you have a smaller penis, you can put this, this dildo appendage, I guess, on over your penis and you can satisfy your lover with this uh, dildo, for want of a better word. I don't know what to call it, um, but you can definitely do that. And because your cock is, is in this nice, tight little hole, well, your cock is going to be happy and your lover is going to be happy with the, the big cock that you're thrusting into them. So there's that. Um, you can use, you can actually just use sex toys on your partner. You know, you've heard me talk about my pretty glass dildo. Well, I, uh, I've actually had a partner I think I mentioned this. I had a partner actually use glass dildos on me, which is why I wanted to purchase my own. You can have your lover use a dildo in your ass if that is something you would like to do. You can use a butt plug in your own ass. You can you can use all kinds of sex toys on your partner to make him or her achieve orgasm. So sex toys are definitely, definitely an option. And that's an unlimited option. It really is. Another thing you can do if you have an average or below average sized cock, if you really are worried about pleasuring your partner and you really don't think your dick can do it, um, I would recommend, I, I know we already talked about stepping up your foreplay game. I would recommend taking it even further with your oral sex game. I would recommend actually going above and beyond and become a true worshiper of whatever your partner has. If it's, if it's a cock, worship that cock. If it's a pussy, worship that pussy. You can always worship your partner's ass. There is nothing wrong with that. And it is such a turn on. Uh, so I would definitely work on that. If you, and the one thing, the one thing, if you have an average or below average size cock, the one thing I can tell you to do, baby, is just practice. Just practice. You'll get it. If you already don't, um, so get you a friend with benefits, get you a partner, get you a significant other, whatever you want to call it and, uh, practice. And before you know it, you are going to have a reputation as a, uh, a true coxman. 
And get this, you're going to have an average or below average sized dick. Yes, yes, that can happen. You know what you're doing and word's going to get around. So get you a friend with benefits and practice, baby. Practice, practice, practice. And don't forget, number one, don't forget whether you've got a little dick, whether you've got a big dick, whether you've got an average dick. The main thing that people are going to find sexy about you is not your dick size. It is your level of self-confidence. Don't be a dick. Ha ha. Don't be cocky. Ha ha. Um, but be self-confident. You, you know it. You'll, you can do this. You've got this. All right, babies. The time has come. Do you have a pen? Do you have some paper? Got your phone? Okay. All right. We're ready then. So my website is slutradio.fun. My email is slutradio69 at gmail.com. My Twitter is slutradio1, the number one. And guess what? I had an epiphany last night at the bar. I don't know where my brain goes sometimes. I really don't. I have harped and harped and harped. I have given you guys my my email address until I'm blue in the face. And hardly anybody is contacting me that way. You know why? Because I'm old. Nobody does email anymore, do they? No. Okay, babies. My Twitter DMs are open. DM me. Okay? (laughs) I don't know why it took me so long to realize that. It's my age. That's it. DM. DM me. Yes. DM me on Twitter. Okay. My, my Insta is slut underscore radio. My Snapchat is slut radio, all one word. My Patreon, I have five levels to choose from. You can also do a one-time donation option. I've got some really nifty incentives. So go to patreon.com backslash slut radio and check out those incentives. Pick out which one you want and you can... You can get on board with the Patreon. Don't forget to check out FullSwapRadio.com. Look for me. Look for some of those other uh, podcasts I mentioned, and we'll have fun. And join me next week. We've got we're going to go full hippie, and we're going to discuss some sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And then, just in time for the big game, we're going to have Super Bowl sex. So I will see you then, babies. Bye-bye.